0: Old. I am here today to represent Cortland Arrington. I am here today to represent Hadia Pendleton. I am here today to represent Tiana Thompson, who at just 16 was shot dead in her home here in Washington, D.C. They block the stars night. The stars night. to acknowledge and represent the african-american girls whose stories don't make the front page of every national newspaper people have said that i am too young to have these thoughts on my own people have said that i am a tool of some nameless adult That's not true. My friends and I might still be 11, and we might still be in elementary school, but we know. We know life isn't equal for everyone, and we know what is right and wrong. To the Slackline quote of the day broadcast. You are here listening to the boss. The BOSS is coming! Like a made up dumb fairy tale name, you fucking. We are back to chatting quotes on this Monday, March 26th. Coming at you from Vancouver, Canada. Uh lots of stuff happening over the weekend. Stormy Daniels interview. President continues his firing tirade um and uh feeling like at this point i'd rather have a 17 or 18 year old from stoneman douglas high school as the president of the united states that would probably work out a lot better for everybody uh and speaking of that they are the inspiration to our story today to our quote today uh who is our sponsor bringing us our quote today let's take a look elementary school for adults Feeling humbled by intelligent and well-spoken pre-teens? Is your child beating you at Scrabble? Come visit the Elementary School for Adults. Relearn English. Find out that the earth is round. Even offering courses in basic human decency and manners. That is the Elementary School for Adults bringing us our quote today from... It comes from an 11-year-old middle school student... Uh, From Washington, D.C., Naomi Wadler, who spoke at the uh, March for Our Lives rally, uh, and her quote, I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories do not make the front page of every national newspaper. That again, Naomi Wadler uh, from the March for Our Lives rally. Uh, She spoke there for uh, about four minutes um again 11 years old uh spoke very eloquently um alongside people who are you know 16 17 18 um who are well spoken themselves uh she definitely held her own and and gave a very gave a very interesting speech that um for me anyways and i think f- what the purpose of it was was to remind people that this gun violence issue is not isolated to uh, school shootings or to mass shootings or to mental health, um, and that it still disproportionately affects uh, African American women. So I went and read the stories of the three uh, young women that she mentioned in her speech um, that she was there for. Uh, She first mentioned Cortland Arrington who was shot by a fellow student um Michael Jerome Barber at an Alabama high school uh, less than a month ago March 9th and uh not a whole lot out there right now as it's still pretty new but uh guy just comes into the school shoots her in the head I think that there was I think there was an implication that they had had a prior relationship but I'm not sure uh another 17-year-old boy was also shot uh but he survived and uh was treated and released at the hospital so um yeah this happened i mean not even a month after the uh after the parkland shooting and i didn't i don't really remember hearing about it there was a small thread on uh, a site that i that i frequent for news but um otherwise i mean it's not really part of the news Um, (laughs) when the students thing is taking up a lot of, uh, a lot of the airtime, which is fine. Like it's the, it's part of the movement. That's the point. Um, uh, this is just, again, it's here as a reminder that this is still part of the problem. Um, the other young girl she mentioned was, uh, Hadia Pendleton who was killed in a gang shooting in Chicago um, this was a while ago. This was um two thousand thirteen uh but uh but the shooter um came out not that long ago uh stating you know he was cohorced by gang members and uh that they thought they were shooting at rival gang members and ended up being you know honor students at this high school um and this did garner national attention. But part of the issue- the issue is is well, these students were from a college prep high school same sort of deal in parkland These are a p students um that get shot up, and you know they're part of the reason that there's this fight back is that they were um you know relatively highly educated students for their age and um you know part of the reason there was some backlash for the Pendleton case is that it happened, you know, a mile from Obama's home and and uh Obama and the Obamas were in town at the time and uh actually had gone to see, you know, the the site of the shooting and that type of deal so um i mean that's not a gun issue necessarily. That's not an issue necessarily of a kid that gets a gun at too young of an age. The kid is too young to have a gun and ends up shooting people. Um, but uh, but that's obviously a deeper issue of gang violence and stuff like that. But all of these are systemic problems that this movement um, of these kids against gun legislation or for gun legislation i should say kind of represents uh, a a larger faction of a voice that is um you know is changing the terms on how we look at these things is saying no the way that we've been dealing with these problems hasn't been working and the government has been bought out from people that actively profit from these things not working, including um, programs to try and help um, underprivileged African American youth uh, that may be susceptible to gang violence later in their life, uh, programs to help those people get blocked all the time in favor of tax cuts in favor of of uh, programs that are beneficial for people that already have plenty of benefit. And that is the larger point, I think, of these movements is that people, especially young people, are tired of inaction in their government, whether it be for gun legislation or whether it be for um, African-American rights or whether it be for, um, you know, social equality, whatever it is, Uh, they're fed up with their voices not being heard or or expressed in uh, the government and in the courts of law because it's not getting that far um, because the people that are being quote-unquote elected to represent them aren't actually representing them. And uh, the final girl she mentioned uh, was a a 16-year-old girl in Washington, D.C., Tanya Thompson, of Washington, D.C., was killed and died at the end of January. You know, all it kind of says in this article from January is that a 16-year-old girl was shot in the head near this university, Gallaudet Gallaudet University, and has died, and that it was believed to be part of a domestic dispute, and that they are searching for a vehicle. Um, But that's kind of all there is about it you know uh one kind of small article from you know a washington's top news bulletin and uh and not much else and so you know not that necessarily it should be getting the same type of attention that the mass shooting is getting obviously that is much more public and involves a lot more people um but the amount of people that are dying at that rate in those mass shootings is not is not as high as, you know, y- young African Americans that are dying, uh, in, uh, in inner city violence like this. And so, and not just that, uh, of course, uh, through, um, you know, people's really racist tendencies to, to see a black person in a spot, part of town that they don't think black people necessarily should be in. Um, not, because they're like ah oh, black people shouldn't be here but because they don't see black people there very much and then somebody ends up firing at them whether it's a policeman or not like it's that is an ingrained racism that um can't be legislated out of people and so maybe not giving them weapons to take out these things that are ingrained in them whether it be racism any sort of prejudice um or mental illness like there's just there's no reason for these people to have access to the weapons and that's what the larger uh the the big movement uh, of course over the weekend is about uh so you have these marches and kids and parents and citizens from all over the all over the US show up um about 800,000 people uh, according to estimates, which, uh, you know, some of the pictures, they're amazing. And I watched a lot of the speeches, uh, from a lot of these, uh, these young people and they are again, amazing. Um, kind of makes me feel like an asshole for sitting in my room and yelling into this microphone to the three people that, uh, might be listening, but, um, you know, nice to see political action on the part of uh some some people who are fed up with, with their representatives not doing anything for them. So this is not about co-opting again this is not about so again this is not about co opting this movement um that the Parkland kids started. It's it's adding to it. David Hogg, one of the other kids from from Parkland uh, gave another speech where he he stated that they that they you know the the government the people that are against them um would try to divide them by race or gender or class but that it wouldn't work because this generational movement has roots in all of those social segments everybody from rich kids to uh to poor kids to um to black kids, to white kids, to, uh, to Latino kids, to, uh, kids from all backgrounds, uh, not just kids. Again, people that are pushing into their thirties and forties, um, that have seen this for a long time. Like I am part of this generation. I'm almost 30 and, And there are people that are, uh, you know, older than me that are part of this generation caught up in this sort of, uh, you know, very intolerant stance against um, old, outdated ideals that are holding progress back. And as Naomi uh, Naomi pointed out in her speech, uh, they are only a few short years from voting. So, um, you know, some of these Parkland kids just turned 18. Some of them will, like, in the next year, five, ten years, all of these people will be of voting age and there will be a flood. And I think the most important thing that they are bringing attention to is 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 midterm elections because that is where the power ends up lying and i think that's what people have kind of forgotten about um in regards to their own political system in in the u.s because people are always wondering about this electoral college and and uh and how these people are getting their votes that's how it's through these midterm elections that nobody ever really shows up to um and and everybody's fed up with you know gridlock in Washington and nothing really getting done, and the reason is that none of these politicians have any incentive to actually represent their communities um, when only twenty percent of the community fo- shows up to vote, and um, the only people that do are the ones that probably vote for them, you know, and have been for uh, like decades in some cases. So these you know young people are are raising their voice and saying we need to pay attention to these uh to these smaller elections we need to go in and make our voices heard and not just vote in incumbents on name only and listen to what people are saying and and vote in people who will represent you um not people who are bought and paid for and and that is really their biggest message is, is the bought and paid for lobbyists from the NRA um so i mean obviously their focus is on on gun control uh because that's where it was born out of out of their friends and family being murdered in front of them um but i think that it is a a symptom of a larger uh social shift that's happening uh where you know this population that is currently mm, mostly 35 and under there are people that are outliers obviously um into you know 40s 50s and into their 70s uh definitely there are people that are out there but they're in the mi- the minority within their uh d- uh demographics whereas um the the demographics of people from like 35 and under are kind of all blending into one uh, hive mind sort of and people might dispute that and, and people might think that's a bad thing but I mean that's what this connectivity is going to bring us people getting ideas that are the same people that are um, recalculating their moral compasses to uh, because they're getting new information about what's happening around them not just in their own country but around the world um and one of the kids held up his cell phone and said that is your greatest tool all of human history's knowledge is in your pocket like don't um don't take that for granted use it and use it wisely so maybe that's where we'll end it for today uh that quote again from 11 year old naomi wadler in uh washington at the march for our lives I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories do not make the front page of every national newspaper Uh, that is Naomi Wadler at the March for Our Lives. And that quote again brought to us today thanks to elementary school for adults. Feeling humbled by intelligent and well-spoken preteens? Is your child beating you at Scrabble? Come join Elementary School for Adults. Relearn English. Find out that the earth is round. Even courses in basic human decency and manners offered at the Elementary School for Adults. That is it for today. Thank you very much to the cricket Spies for once again providing their tunes. Uh, make sure everybody is following the Slackline on Instagram at the.slack.line. On Twitter at slackline underscore radio. And on iTunes and YouTube at the Slackline Podcast. This has been The Boss. The Boss is coming! Up, dumb, <inaudible> fairy <tale> name, you <inaudible> but We will talk to you tomorrow. So Hope Red has a good day. Hey, mama. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey, mama. I've seen you around with all the poor boys in this town Hey mama Hey mama, hey You fuck This whole place down Just to wear the crown But I never met a woman with so much grace.